So I was like, you know what, before I do what I do, I want to ask this man one more time because this is going to be the time where I'm going to know if I need to leave him or not. The Next Door Podcast. Welcome back to The Next Door Podcast. I am Bestie Next Door and I'm like your bestie next door. If you like your tea to be extra, extra sweet, then this place is not for you because we like our tea to be sweet and bitter. Sweet enough that it goes down, bitter enough to wake us up. Now guys, see, I got the same bottle. I am not an alcoholic, but this episode, we are going to finish it because, look, I'm going to give you guys a good story time. If you got coffee or you got juice or you got wine, grab you whatever you're going to drink because this story is going to be really good. But SMR sakes, let's pour it up. And I think I'm going to pour the whole, sh- let me see, should I pour the whole thing? And Red Bull to give us wings. First sip. is strong like this story <laughs> now before we start this episode if you're looking to book a one-on-one with me or you're looking for the high value woman audio book or you're looking to take the high value woman course which i highly recommend everyone to take the high value woman course because it really helps with healing your wounded feminine and there's also an interview with a man included in the course the link is always going to be in the description box below also the high value woman handbook is going to be released really soon now on this episode we're talking about how i left my narcissistic fiance before we start the story, this happened years ago, so that's why I'm comfortable talking about it. It's not something that happened recently, and it's one of my favorite stories because looking back at it now, it's really so funny because I was really a daredevil. Now, let me get into the story. So, of course, I was young. I was in my early 20s, and you know, when you are in your early 20s, you always want to date older guys because you feel like older guys are more mature, but little do you know that sometimes older guys really go after younger women just because they want to be able to control and manipulate them because you, as a young girl, have less experience, which is what happened to me. Now, I met my ex-fiance from Instagram. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. This is one of my biggest mistakes. We were going to get married within four to five months, which is too fast. This is why I get so confused when women say things like, oh, a man is supposed to marry me within the first six months. And if he's not going to marry me within the first six months, I'm leaving because he's not serious. Like, take your time to get to know someone. You don't want to rush into any relationship that you're going to rush out of. And which is what happened to me. We got engaged within the first four to five months and come to find out we weren't even a good match because the way he wanted his life to go and the way I wanted my life to go, completely different. He wanted a housewife that would sit down when he says sit down, stand up when he says stand up. And he wanted a maid. That's how I felt like, even though When we were living together, I did have a chef. I can't even lie, I did have a chef. He did spoil me, you know, he did buy me nice things and fly me different places, but at the same time, you know, I was young and I had less experience. If I was who I am today, I think I would have played it a little bit more different. But again, it's all about experience. So, you know, we're living together, whatever the case may be. And this guy was so abusive mentally, energetically and emotionally like he did not want me to grow I feel like the reason why he probably didn't want me to grow or like meet other people was because he had insecurity issues and I could not hang out with anybody unless it was his friends if it wasn't his friends or if I wasn't going out with him I could not have no friends I could not have no girlfriends and the one friend I did have he was trying to make me not be friends with her even though she really wasn't a good friend anyway but he didn't allow me to be free and that was the issue like when you are in a relationship with someone having your own identity and them having their own identity it's really important because at the end of the day that person is going to be their person and you got to be your own person the moment when one person is trying to control the other and you're trying to control that person is when everything becomes toxic you can't control anyone and nobody should be able to control you the only thing you can control is how you feel and how you move and that's exactly what i did in this situation 
Let's get into it. Now, this situation happened in Nigeria. This is not happening in America because we all know American guys is ready to kill you for five pennies. When you were dealing with a guy that has a lot to lose, he's not going to kill you over some coins. I don't want to pay him out to be the worst person in the world, but I will just say that we weren't a match, you know? And he had too much pride. And I, I can't stress this enough, ladies. Do not deal with a man that's too prideful because if you're dealing with a man that's too prideful, you're never going to be able to grow with him in that relationship. You can deal with everything else, but you cannot deal with a man that's too prideful. I'm telling you because it's going to render you you're going to start feeling like you're going crazy because he may do something wrong but still find a way to make you feel like he's not wrong and make you apologize and at that point it's going to get energetically emotionally draining and that's what was happening in my situation now on this particular Sunday I remember this story like it was yesterday I stopped doing the do with him for months and we were in a three-bedroom apartment so I always have my things in another room I also slept in another room as well for months before this led up to this situation. And this is why I tell you ladies that even though you wanna move in with a man or you wanna live with your man, always have your own safe house. Whether it be you have your own room or you have another house where you keep your things or you have time to reflect. It's really important because you could be in the honeymoon stage and feel like everything is gonna go well, but you gotta think about when things are gonna go left. When things are going to go left, you need to prepare yourself if things go left. And it's not that you're being negative, but you gotta be realistic. Things happen and you know what it's like dating male species. You never just know. So you just gotta always be a step ahead and just prepare for whatever comes your way. And it's not that you're preparing for a divorce or you're preparing to break up, but you just need to have your own space. Like women don't understand space is very important in a relationship. You need to have your me time. You need to have time to reflect. So back to the story. Now, you know, a woman is done when she don't even care what you do with yourself. I didn't even care what he was doing. I didn't care who he was talking to. I don't even care what was in his phone. I did not need any closure to know that that relationship was over. Now let's talk about Sunday. My last time leaving wasn't my first time leaving. And if you know anything about dealing with a narcissistic man, if you are going to go left, you have to tell them you're going right. Because the moment you tell them you're going left, they're going to find a way to manipulate you to go in a direction where they want you to go, and you're going to be stuck. And that's what happened the last time. When I tried to leave the previous time before the last time, I couldn't leave. I, I ended up coming back. While we were dating, every time I had finances, he always made sure that I had no money. Like, if you know anything about dealing with a narcissistic man, they'll try to control everything about you. They'll try to control your finances, your friends, who everything so this man will always make sure that i was not financially stable enough so that if i wanted to leave i couldn't even when i would try to get some contracts he always made sure i was stuck where if i wanted to leave i couldn't leave no matter what so on this particular sunday usually on the weekends he don't really go out that much and i know that if i would pack my things in his face and leave he's going to stop me from leaving or he's going to make sure that i don't take nothing so like I said, when you're dealing with a narcissistic man, you tell him you're going left, you go right. On that particular Sunday, he dressed all up. He was dressed up. He's like, he's going out. I said, okay, no problem. He saw me in the room arranging my things. And he, I had a hat on my head. He hit my hat. He's like, oh, you packing your things again? Where are you going this time? He laughed it off. I looked at him with disgust. I didn't say anything. He closed the door. He left. I was like, hmm. Now, usually... When he says he's going out, he's coming back, he usually just goes for two, three hours and come right back. But this particular day, this man was gone for hours. I mean, he left at like 6, and it was like 11, 12. He did not even come back. And he didn't even tell me that, oh, I'm staying out long or anything. He didn't tell me any of that. So me being the calculated woman I am, 
I was pasting back and forth the house, pasting, 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 pasting. Then I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, this is my only chance to be able to take all my things, take a little bit of his things, and get out the door. All my things that were packed, I emptied out all my things from that room, took an Uber, and went to one hotel that knows me really well. I went there, dropped my things off. I told the lady, I said, I'm going to be back in the morning. And she's like, what's going on? I said, just protect my things. I'm going to be back in the morning. And she had my back. And I feel like like God wanted me to do this because if I didn't do what I did, I don't think I would be where I am today. And it's so crazy because before I left, she assured me. She put my things in a particular room and locked it. And she put the key in a particular place and told me that if she's not around and someone else is around, that tell them to go to that particular place for that key where I can access my things. And I said, thank you so much. I went back to the house. I still even thought that this guy was going to come back. I finished clearing out the house by 11. I was dry. I knew that I could only literally afford maybe two, three nights in a hotel. But after that, I will have to come back home. And in my mind, I'd rather die than come back to this place. Because I knew in my mind that this wasn't the first time, but this is going to be my last time. I remember I packed some of my things and I packed a little bit of his things too. I'm going to tell you what it was. Now, I was walking back, walking back, walking back and forth, walking back and forth. And I'm like, okay, it's two, three. He's still not back. So now I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, this plan is going to flop. What's going on? So I was like, you know what? Let me take a little nap. I couldn't even sleep, sis. I only slept for three hours. Literally, I slept at three. I woke up at five because I had to walk my dog anyway. My dog, my dog and myself, we had a routine every morning where I would wake up at five, six in the morning and I would walk him and that's what I would use to like get myself together and get my mindset right. Because the months that I was in his house, it literally felt like jail. And the only time I was able to really go out and be free was taking my dog for a walk. So I used that opportunity to always like release and plan and strategize how am I gonna leave and think about, you know, how I'm gonna leave the situation because it really was that toxic. So five in the morning, Walk my door, came back. He still wasn't back. So I'm like, whoa, this guy is having a good time. I was like, you know what? Let me wait till seven. He's probably going to be back at seven. Seven, he wasn't back. Eight, he wasn't back. I'm like, oh, no, this guy is, like, taking too long. So now, finally, my chef comes in. And my chef was like, oh, hi, hi. And I told my chef, I'm like, I'm leaving. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, stay. What's going on? I was like, listen, the only thing I'm going to ask you is when I tell you to take my dog to the gate, just take my dog to the gate. That's all I'm going to ask you. And he was still trying to, like, convince me and talk to me because he really, my chef really liked my character because I wasn't mean to him. I was really nice to him. He was trying to, like, figure it out, but at the same time, mind his business because it's really not his job to, like, interfere in this situation but he was like okay nine o'clock clean this guy's still not there so i was like you know what called him i was like hey where are you he's like oh he went to x y and z place he had to sleep over here because x y and z but he's on his way back that this is the time i want to call him to see if he's okay he tried to flip the script he hung up the phone on me okay i told the chef i was like please can you make me a, a prone avocado salad when i tell you those months when i was not dealing with him i was working on myself working on my body working on my body was on point. So I was like, you know, I didn't want to eat anything that's too heavy. So when I skedaddle, it's not too much weight. So I was like, can you make me a prone avocado salad? He made me a salad. I was like, let me call my homegirl in Jamaica. Call my homegirl. I'm like, hey, girl. He's my college friend. And I was telling her, like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. She's like, no, don't do it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, girl, you don't know where the shoe is hurting because you're not wearing it. So I was on the phone with her laughing. You know, I just wanted to pass time with her on the phone so I don't think about it too much and I don't be too nervous. So I'm on the phone with her still eating my salad, you know, enjoying my salad. And I changed from my work gear. So I was wearing my regular workout gear, but I changed from my workout gear because this is what I took about 
about being emotionally intelligent and being calculated because had I had stayed in my workout gear and he saw me in my workout gear, he would have known that something was up because he already knows that I always go for a run at a certain time. So had I had stayed in that same gear, he would have known that I was waiting for him. So I didn't want him to think that there was anything wrong. I want him to see that you doing you, that's cool. I'm eating my salad. So now I'm wearing a long dress, a nice long sleeve dress. So I'm eating my salad. I'm on the phone with my friend. He finally comes in. So I'm on the phone laughing with my friend, laughing, having a good time. He finally comes in. Ooh, girl, let me take a sip because the story gets good. I'm at the dining table, and he's sitting in the living room on the couch. So he's pressing his phone now. So now I'm like, oh, in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's game time. So I told my homegirl, I said, I'm going to call you back. She's like, what's going on? I said, no, girl, I'm going to call you back. Hung up the phone. I already finished my salad. So the chef was also trying to be nosy because he was like looking to see when my plate was finished so he could kind of see what we were talking about. So as soon as I put my fork down, the chef came from the kitchen to take the plate. So I turned to him. You know, he has an attitude. This is how you know when your man has stepped out on you. When he comes back home with an attitude for no reason and try to make you feel like you done something wrong when you didn't do nothing wrong. So I look at him. I'm like, I hope you had fun. He's just like, he's not saying nothing. He's pressing his phone. So I'm asking him, I'm like, do you think it was okay for you to go out and not tell me you weren't coming back? He ignored me. He's just, he ignored me. So I'm like, okay. He walks to the room. So I follow him to the room. So now that I follow him to the room, he wants to jump in the shower instantly. And that's how you know your man did something wrong. When he immediately he gets home, he wants to shower. He's hiding his body from me, hiding his little junk the little junk he got there. Like, I'm thinking in my head, like, I don't even care what you do with your body. I don't even care what you did last night. But funny enough is, if this man had just came to me and told me, I'm sorry, do you know that I wouldn't have done what I did and I would have stayed? Because that means that he's willing to work at our relationship. He's willing to understand me. Because I already know that we're coming from two different places. I'm born in a Western world and you're born in a third world country. So the way I look at things and the way you look at things are two different ways. And I understand that. But it's about meeting me in the middle. You can't want me to be a woman I'm not, and I can't want you to be a man that you're not, but I'm willing to meet you in the middle, so you got to meet me in the middle. But since he wasn't ready to meet me in the middle, he had too much pride and ego, I'm like, okay, he must have forgot. I'm from Brooklyn. Ski mask on, like it's nothing, okay? So I asked him again. I said in his calmest voice, I said, you could have told me that you were going to be gone all night. You know, like you, you just came back. You didn't even call me. He didn't even want to say anything to me. He barely wanted to talk. So I'm like, okay. So he goes in the shower. Now he takes his, his Rolex off. This is the Rolex. He takes his, his Rolex off. Now this is how I knew that God wanted me to do what I did because this man can sleep with his Rolex on. So remember what I said, I packed my things the night before. So me being intelligent, again, I didn't want him to see or feel like anything was out of place. So when I packed my things, I took the green box of the Rolex out of the white carton. A Rolex come in a white carton and a, the green box. And the white box is really thick. So I left the white box there and I took the green box out. So he's not thinking anything is wrong. He didn't even go and check the other room to see if my things were still there. He didn't even know I packed out everything. He didn't even know. When he took his Rolex off, I was like, you know what? Let me go tell my chef to go bring my dog to the gate. Because I was not going to leave my dog behind. Because if I left my dog behind, I knew he would have tortured my dog till I came back. Because he knew how much I loved that dog. And my dog at the time was my emotional support. So I told my chef, I said, take my dog to the gate. He said, he's like, no, take my dog. And I said it again. I said it really, and I closed my eyes. I said, take my dog, walk my dog to the gate. He couldn't even argue with me because he, my chef has never seen me that serious before. So I was like, you know what, before I do what I do, I want to ask this man one more time because this is going to be the time where I'm going to know if I need to leave him or not.
I went to him in the shower. I said, do you think, do you think what you did last night was right? Do you know what this man did? He was showering. The, the, the water was this way. The water was coming from his head. He's showering. His back is turned to me. So I just asked him, like, had he had just turned around and said, you know what, babe? We're going to talk about it when I come out the shower because I'm sorry. Do you know? It would have, if he had said that, it would have stopped so much things. But God wanted me to leave that man. So he's showering. Do you think what you did last night was okay? He said, I can't talk right now. I'm in the shower. He shooed me away like I was a fly. I was like, oh. So you know what I did? As he was baffing, still baffing, his back was turned to me. I look, I went to the desk. I grabbed the Rolex. Run, Forrest, run. I was whole assing to the door. I had one bag left in that room. I grabbed the bag. I was run, Forrest, run. Whole assing to the gate. As I was running to the gate, I already was booking my Uber. Sis, my Uber was one minute away. Took the dog from the chef, had my bag. As soon as I got outside the gate and I got down the street a little bit, the Uber was right there waiting. My heart was beating so fast. I jumped in the Uber with my dog. I said, driver, keep going and don't stop. The driver was with the The driver was with the This driver was driving so freaking fast. It was like an angel sent. This man was driving like he had no behavior. He was driving, driving. He was like, what's going on? I said, just keep driving. After we finally like passed my area, I was okay, good. So now... I get to a phone stop and I'm like, you know, I got to take my SIM card out. Before I even take my SIM card out, he's blowing my phone. He's blowing my phone up because he probably would have came out the shower within the midst of me getting to the gate and getting fired. That was like a good little eight minutes. He came out of the shower, realized his watch was gone, realized all my things is packed. He's like, oh, hell no. So he's blowing my phone up, blowing my phone up. His sister's calling me. Everybody's calling me. The funny thing about his sister is I confided in her, and I told her about how her brother was treating me. I didn't like how he was treating me. He's abusive sometimes. He's emotionally draining me, mentally draining me. She did nothing. So now that I took the matters into my hands, you're telling me, oh, if I wanted to leave, I didn't have to leave this way? F you. I took out the SIM card, threw it, popped in the new SIM card. New phone, who this? New phone, who this? They forgot. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I put a ski mask on if I need to. And at that moment, I put my ski mask on and let them know that, yeah, I'm from Flappers, Brooklyn. I don't play like that. You've been trying to play with me all this while, and I let you slide. But now, I'm going to show you how we get down in Brooklyn because it gets gritty. Now, I'm going back to the hotel where my stuff is, and I'm happy. I'm like, oh. My homegirl was there. My homegirl knew I was doing it at the time, too, as well. So, at first, she wasn't happy that I was doing it. But I'm not going to be selling coochie just because I need to get some money. Like, I'd rather at least know that i done this and get myself to a certain level so that if I meet a guy, he knows that I got something from myself than to be sitting there having to spread my legs open just because I'm trying to get myself to a certain level. No, I, I want to be at a certain level so if a guy meets me, he knows that I already have my own things and I could position myself. I could demand what I want because I'm at a certain level. So when I got the watch, she wasn't too happy. I didn't care. I'm like, I'm upset. This is the watch. I'm upset. Why are you telling me nothing? So now this is where I messed up. This is where I messed up. He knew that that would be the only hotel that I would be at with my dog. So... You know, I was smart, but I messed up. I, I didn't think it through, 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 but I did throw it through. The second, third day, it came to his mind the third day. That he was looking for me. Then he was like, oh, she's probably going to be at that hotel. Let me check that hotel. I should have left after the third day, but I didn't think about that. You know, I went, sold the watch. That same day I sold the watch is the same day he came looking for me. His census came to him and said, let me check that hotel. So he asked one of securities and said, oh, do you see a girl in the morning with a white dog? Because again, he knows that I like going on walks with my dog early in the morning. The security's like, yeah, yeah, I see that girl every morning. She's staying at that hotel boom busted me and my friend started falling out because she was upset that i didn't give her a piece of the money that i made from the watch like girl you didn't even get your hands dirty at all so what am i giving you money for like girl move so you gotta be careful of them friends because them friends be secretly hating
So he came to the hotel. He came with police and his friend. I'm like, oh. So the friend that's calling me, my room ringing, calling me. And now I got so lucky and I feel like God was on my side because funny enough, it changed my room to a suite. I had a whole kitchen, living room, like they changed my whole room. I don't, like I'm telling you, God was in support of what I was doing. They kept the rate the same, but changed my room to a whole suite. So they call me, it's like, oh, um, cause the front desk girl already knew. She's like, oh, he's here. He came with police and he's here with his friend. So I'm like, I'm not coming outside. He said, like, they're looking for you. You have to come. So I was like, I'm not going. So they raising hell the front desk. So my mom finally calls me. Cause again, we were engaged. We we're engaged. So of course my mom knows his mom, his mom knows my mom. It was one of those situations. My mom calls me. I'd rather die than be in this relationship. That's how serious it was for me. Like it was my last resort. So she calls me, she's like, oh, he wants to talk to you, go outside. He told me he's not gonna do nothing to you. I said, okay, mom, no problem. I heard my mom, my mom said, he already involved my mom. So if he, my mom has been informed that he's the last person I saw, so if anything happens, my mom know where to find him, I'm cool. I came downstairs. He's like, where's my watch? Oh, what watch? What, what? I'm like, what watch? He's there with, where's my watch? What watch? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm playing boo-boo the fool. I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, oh, where's my watch? You stole my watch. You want to tell the police how you can afford that kind of watch? Oh, now everybody's getting silent. It's like, oh, 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 oh. Truly, truly, we need to understand how you, how could you afford that kind of watch? Like, what, what type of job you have? So should we talk about that first before we ask about the watch? Oh, okay. You didn't give him the, the full details. Yeah, he was out on Sunday. So I don't know what watch he's talking about. Maybe it's with the girl he was with on Sunday, but it's not me. Now he wants to talk on the side. Now he's like, oh, can we talk on the side? Oh, now you want to talk to me on the side. But you you was trying to act tough in front of everybody. No, 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 no. Let's keep it here. What watch? Tell us. Tell us. We all want to know what kind of watch it is. Oh, let's talk on the side now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought just that. So we go to the side. He's like, where's my watch? Now, you know how we are, ladies. When we're trying to get out of a sticky situation, what is the best thing to do? Cry. I started bawling, crying. <laughs> no, because you hurt me. You put me through everything. I can't believe it. <laughs> bawling my eyes out. Angela Jolene had nothing on me. I was the top actress in that moment. Crying my eyes out. No, because you, you did you did On Sunday, you left me behind. So we already forgot about what happened because now I'm crying. So now the front desk girl is hearing me, she's hearing me bawling, crying. So now they're trying to get involved. They're like, okay, we got to get involved. She went to him. She said, sir, please, can you just leave her for now? It seems like to be a really emotional moment for the both of you. Just let her relax and you go and relax. Let her relax and come back the next day and you guys can talk about it when you everything has calmed down. Let everything calm down. She convinced him to leave. He left. Girl, you know what I did? I packed my things. That morning, I was gone. I was like Casper, a ghost, untraceable. I left from that place, and the next place I was going, he didn't even track me again because, like, that was the only place that he knew that I could bring a dog. But little did he know, I already made plans that same night. I left. And I went to another place, and he couldn't find me, and the story, how did it end? Comment below and tell me, girl, tell us the ending. How did it end? But for now, I'm going to leave you guys with that juicy part because, look, good girls finish last, and sometimes you need to get your hands dirty. And I'm going to leave you guys with that.
If you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to, thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. Turn on the notification bell to be notified when I upload more episodes. If you want me to continue my story, just comment below and say, girl, finish this story so I can know how it officially ended. And I will do that. But you know the rest. Until we meet again.